Uh, Pete, you good? Uh, yeah, we're rolling. Unless you want to say something funny. Rubber bumper. <laughs> Can't even do it. That wasn't funny. Damn it. <laughs> Today on Alphabetical, free as a bird. Hi, welcome to Alphabetical, the best and very best podcast uh, that does all the Beatles songs from 12 to Y. My name is John. My name is Pete the Retailer. I'm Alex Robinson. P.S. I'm Al Adam. And today we're talking about free as a Boyd. <laughs> free Boyd. As a Boyd. A Boyd. Um, From the album Anthology, right? Yes. Or other? Anthology yeah. 1. From Anthology 1. Lennon's Answering Machine. <laughs> <laughs> Found in the closet. Right. This came out 21 years ago. Yeah, I realized Good, that today. The 90s were no, such 20, a long 20 years ago. ago. 94. 95, I think. Right? It was 95. recorded in 94, but released Yeah, it in came out in 95. Oh. Never well, mind. I was drunk. Unless, unless the Christmas single came out in 94. The oh, single it was it on, did come out maybe for it came out in 94. I can't remember. I Regardless, Regardless, we are ancient, ancient men. It's longer between... Uh, now between the release of Anthology One and now than it was between the John Lennon's recordings and the release of Anthology One. Yes. So John Lennon's home recordings to the <laughs> production yeah. of this song, shorter time span than. Do we really, do we need to go into the explanation about the song, or do you think everyone uh, listening to this knows? A little First bit. First off, John just... Lennon's dead. What? Right. <laughs> wow. Spoiler myself. <laughs> Uh, yeah, then they took apparently at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony, there was 50 people on stage all yeah, rocking out on stage, <laughs> and then uh, then they they like Paul approached Yoko looking for stuff that I heard y- Yoko mentioned that while everyone thinks that's the case, it she had already gone over it with George and someone else, I think, huh? Like, this would be a cool thing to do so as popularized was, by Paul McCartney, yeah, right, right, right. So then when Paul was, she was like, Yeah, right. let's go. And then they were, it was all very kind of tiptoey that they were like, well, you know, they, she picked out two songs, two tracks for them to use. And then they were like, all right, well, if you don't like what we do with it, you know, we don't have to release it. But Paul did that without the knowledge of the other guys. They weren't, they were like, whoa, what? And they were like, well, let's hope it doesn't come to that. Well, yeah, that was kind of like a deal he gave her on the spot. Huh. And one of his sons, I forget. Uh, Yeah, I think it. Because he was like, well, if you want... Sean. Yeah, he's like, you want a dead guy singing, okay. <laughs> Do it up. Dead man singing. Uh, yeah, so then they took the John's home recordings and mixed it in with some, you know, laid it out, recorded some instrumental stuff over it, um, yeah. and added some new parts and came up with Free as a Bird. Yeah. But I, First Beatles song not produced by George Martin. Yeah, he said his hearing was too bad. Right. Hello, producers, producers. Jeff Lynn, including of ELO, ELO, yeah. Which uh, when you could regard him as a good producer. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think he's a good producer. Jeff Lynn for uh, ELO is a is a. I think he's very heavy handed. Yeah, like you, really. He puts his stamp so hard on it. Everything sounds like an ELO yeah. kind of I mean, like. Which, when well, he's got ELO, his, that's he's great. got his technique. <laughs> he was right. a notary. That's why he got a stamp hard. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hello. Well, the Traveling Wilburys didn't have an ELO sound to it. Well, but I guess he didn't produce it. Maybe he did. I think he did produce it. And to me, it does kind of will. It does have a. Yeah, it does. It has like vocoders and stuff. And like no, 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 no. Like crazy little harmonies. The the thickness of it. (laughs) 
Yeah, he's very into like he kind of sounds right. with vocal. Right. When he when <laughs> met up with Tom Petty, he was like, "Oh, perfect." Yes. <laughs> where, where have you been all my life? That's that's what Jeff Lynne sounds like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah it's uh, this is all right. It's a little bit too Jeff Lynne. It's too me. yeah. It's too processed. I guess. Well, um, it, it probably has to be because I mean yeah. I mean yeah, the, the right. original recording was probably like what? You know, have you listened to the original recording? I think I, I think well, it's, is it on? Uh, anthology? It's on the no, Lennon. It's on the Lennon anthology. Yeah, I know I've heard it. Yeah, because yeah, they, they were on YouTube. Out. You can yeah. find it. Yeah. It sounds like a Thomas Edison track, right? No, it's not, I mean it's it's not as as scratchy and rough as I thought it might be. It's, okay. uh, yeah. it's been like twenty. Years. It's, it's it's a good song as it is. You know, like the demo thing. If they would have right. just kind of you know spruced it up a tiny bit, but like you can barely kind of yeah, like like get, they. Put What's it through on? the Sam Ash machine, and like right. it just came out as like. <laughs> I find that interesting that it's like you know since it was on cassette, you know you had the vocals and the piano, you were just locked in with that. And it was like, right. well, we can't isolate, you know, we can't. Right, but that's what I'm saying. They shouldn't have. Yeah, they shouldn't no, have I did too. Yeah. They should have just recorded a little bit over it, throw in a harmony. And, which you know, which we it. should address again in a couple months or years right. when we get to real love. Right. Well, I guess the first thing we should say is, should this exist? Well, yeah. It's like the, <laughs> the special edition or the prequels right. of, uh, of, of the Beatles. I, um, uh, you know, it was part of that trend in the 90s of taking, like, I think Natalie Cole did it with yeah. her yeah, father, yeah. Natalie, Nat, Natalie King. <laughs> Natalie King Cole and um and so this was part of that whole exhuming a dead person and singing along and I guess they do that all the time now with duet right. you know or like the duets and stuff to the hologram and stuff like that. Yeah. So well, the Beatles once again being uh, early uh you know someone said it was the perfect like the Beatles were always with their time. So in the in the 60s they were awesome and then when the 90s they were soulless and you know, <laughs> yeah. and cold so, so maybe and, that uh, was perfect then. <laughs> right. So uh, I mean as a curiosity I'm glad it exists as a as a kind of just because of its sheer weird the weirdness of it. Right. You know, so regardless of its qualities as a song it's almost as its own yeah. like object it's a very peculiar thing. I I think it yeah it could have been a lot of fun. It's just overproduced and just not. Although I don't think the song actually is a good. Like I don't think when you said it could be a lot of fun. To me, the song is so dirgy. It's like well, no, it's, well, you know, it's yeah, so well, the, uh, fun, the end result because the overproduction. But yeah, the actual yeah. like original just piano bit is, yeah. is a little. Yeah, don't get me wrong. The beat on this kills me. The drum beat just like right. sucks un- my it's, soul out. It's not the style. I mean, this could this could have been like you know you know like Lennon like working class hero. You know, it's just right. like him and a guitar or you know like. Well, I think the source it, material. It, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I'm just saying it doesn't necessitate this. Uh, yeah, this like lush production. Yeah, but I think I don't know. I feel like that's <laughs> I don't know. There are too many people involved. Right, I feel know. like even the original Lennon one seems very, despite the lyrics being happy lyrics, free as a bird, and you say the lyrics seem so depressed. The, the it, and like, you know, it's just like free. It doesn't seem like a person who is to me. John Lennon sounds super depressed on the even on the original one, mm. and so I think you know they, they were almost like doomed from the start, like taking this song and trying to make right, you know, kind of a fun. Uh, Kind of a fun uh, song yeah, out of it. I don't even know what that. If it's supposed to be fun or what? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I just. It's supposed to make money. Like that's what it yeah, looked yeah. like at the time. Yeah. But somehow it's a money maker. I think they should have just done a cover of John Lennon songs huh. as beat, but that wouldn't have gotten the publicity of doing right, yeah, a yeah. new Beatles song. You know? Yeah. 
I, I was very it, fond of it as a child because okay, it was like this is your entree. Yeah, and it was like, oh, it's a new song, so I'm here. I'm getting it at the same time as everyone else, huh. as opposed to everything else. I was kind of catching up on and everything. Right. So well, I guess for most of us, or for this was probably the only Beatles single that came out. This one in real love were the only two Beatles songs that came out during our lifetimes. Exactly. I just got the tail end being born in '69 myself. Yeah, my brother. <laughs> yeah, but um, as, as 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 the years went on, my love for it kind of diminished a bit. Yeah. <laughs> right. This is the only Beatles song with all three of them singing lead vocals. All four, four of, them. of them. Well, Ringo doesn't sing on a lead I thought vocals. he did. No. I mean, no, he doesn't. No, right, he no. he doesn't have a he doesn't right, have right, a, a break where he right, yeah. you know the way they the, they all right. alternate doing that. Oh so. yeah. So it's not. Although this is a uh, speaking of. More people involved. It is a, a Lennon, McCartney, Harrison, Starkey number. Oh, really? They, they one, uh, of the, one of the four. Because they, the, they, it's the original stuff is credited to just Lennon, and then the rest right. is because they all contributed. Right. Yeah, they're all credited as producers. Do Do any of you guys remember the uh, Conan O'Brien skit about this when this came the out? The answering machine. Yeah, where it's you, like, how do you you saw that too? This because yeah, like he had fifteen years ago. <laughs> it's like there's one of him like brushing his teeth, and they're just like adding like harmonies yeah. to it. It's amazing. they played all these like things. They're like like we found some new tapes, and it's <laughs> like this is John. I'm not home, so leave a message. And then they played the remix, and it was it's like, like ah, <laughs> we're not home. Leave a message. So good. Wow. Okay. Cool. Early Conan. Yeah, yeah I was watching too. Hopefully we can it. find a clip of that and put it on our Facebook page. I was trying. I couldn't. I couldn't. Find oh really? It. Oh, put yeah. the call out. Yeah. All you alphabetical people out there, if you can find that clip from Conan, put it up. Put it up right now. Yeah. Although the video, the video for the song is actually very. Uh, it's if you're a Beatles fan, is very interesting because they include 80 references to Beatles songs, everything from yeah. newspaper taxis to, right. you know, Bungalow Bill and everything. So it, it turns into a real. Uh, you the know, real highlights magazine. I was so. just going to say the highlights magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's just been at the dentist's office. I see. Tomorrow, to be honest. Do you think? Uh, do you think Paul's lyrics in this are a reference to the Beatles, or do you think they're just kind of Paul throwaway? You know, I feel like he had to have been had to have been like this is a song about the Beatles, right? And, but his, yeah, what is it like? Whatever happened to? The love that we once knew, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, I think it's about. It, it, if you think it's about the whole thing, it, it kind of makes sense. But Whatever happened again, to predictability? <laughs> the, the milkman, paper boy, evening TV. I was just, I was just reading um, about the making of the video, and I guess at the end it includes a little ukulele bit. And in the video, George Harrison wanted to be the guy playing. You just see the ukulele player from the back. And um, George Harrison said, oh, I want to play the song in the video. And Paul McCartney said, oh, no. He said, no, none of us can be in the video. You can't be in it. And then he's like, oh, after he died, I felt kind of bad. That that would have been a nice, you know, send off for, yeah. for George Harrison to also be in the video, considering that, you know, he wouldn't be around much longer. So yeah. Paul filled with regrets. I wonder if I Paul's so. going to go and release Paul old Harrison stuff now. What do you right. mean, old, uh, <laughs> unre- unreleased Harrison? The, catalog, the, the George Anthony Harrison Machine catalog, messages. as popularized by Paul McCartney. All things must rehash. Oh. <laughs> right. Oh. Oh. Was whatever happened to the life that we once knew? Right. Can we really uh, live without each other? Which seems very. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. They can. I also I like that. The he, answer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he kind of, like, I read somewhere he told Yoko, like, uh, 
you know, don't put too many constraints on us. You know, we kind of, if this is enough getting us back in, we might just hate each other and not do anything. Nothing might come of this. So, you know, chill out a bit. Right. And they did manage to do two songs, but then they did go back to hating each other afterwards. Right. Stay loving. Have I ever mentioned I used to see Yoko Uno a lot? Like you guys like, like romantically? <laughs> <laughs> Did you consult on the song? Yeah. No, she used to come to Barnes and Noble every once in a while. Huh. And it's just like, oh. That's Yoko Uno. Which would she ask for books that are very cryptic? Can I have a book made of snow? <laughs> <laughs> Can you get it here before it melts? <laughs> Damn it. Um, have you guys ever heard the uh what was it called? A song? Everyday, everyday chemistry or something like that. Yeah, you told me about that. That yeah, that uh, it's similar concepts, but it's like it's a Beatles album that came out when they reformed. That somebody found one from an alternate timeline and brought it back to this reality. <laughs> Wait, These are all explained in the liner notes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but it's basically just mashups of like Beatles post Beatles solo projects from the four Beatles, and they mash songs together. To make like a simulacrum of what the Beatles would have sounded like afterwards if they had kept going. Decent. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's inter- it, I don't really think they really sound like what Beatles. They sound very like mashups. Right. You know what I mean? Like the lyrics generally don't have much to do with each other, and There's a lot of dubstep. But but, uh, but it is yeah. fun. I did enjoy it. And if you're a Beatles fan, you'll you'll yeah. Oh, I recognize that song, and I you know that's clever how they did that. So. Hmm. And that is called for people out there listening. I once think it more, was everyday chemistry. Everyday chemistry. Everyday yeah. chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah there's some fun uh, time travel and all. It's more fun than free as a bird. <laughs> Give it yeah, that I think much. that's a better uh, assemblage of Beatles. Uh, that oddly reminds me of uh, the fact that the other night I watched uh, Boyhood, the yeah, Richard yeah. Linklater film, and he actually makes for his um, Ethan Hawke in the the film makes for his son a mixtape of Beatles songs, but all post Beatles songs from their solo years. Right. right. And like that's what this, this a mashup sort of, of that. Yeah, yeah. Perfect mix of like yeah, what yeah. he thought would go together. Um but these guys individually. Huh. I just got a book uh uh I just about, got a book. <laughs> and uh it it basically does a similar thing where he goes to their whole solo career and makes basically a greatest hits you know there's a red album the blue album and then he makes like a green album a yellow album you know huh. and corporate. pinkerton what's that and pinkerton yeah yeah and then uh so uh yeah one last technical thing about this song george harrison's guitar very controversial because mm-hmm. um if you'll george harrison when he played guitar with the beatles sounds very different when he was playing solo he would do a much more slide guitar-y Mm-hmm. Jeff Linney sound. Right. And that's what you hear on this song, but Paul McCartney wanted him to play like a Beatles style guitar. Right. Mm-hmm. And George, sick of being pushed around by Paul, insisted on playing the slide guitar. Right. Finally stood up to him. Yeah. Something controversial on this that uh, Ringo plays a no style drum beat in this. This is just a, again, this is just this plodding soulless beat <laughs> in this song that I want him to, I, I keep wanting him to break out and be, you know, Ringo's a good drummer. I want him to do one of the best like, in the world, man. You know, like a bigger kind of fill, but it's mm-hmm. all just kind of like, yeah. It just, this song just feels like every Hollywood movie today, you know, like mm. just trying to please everybody. Right. And nobody at the same time. Right. You know, it's but, for no one. No, no, too late. Ah! What? Alex said for no one. To the punch uh-huh. line. <laughs> uh, exactly. But too late, you already bought the disc. Right. As Double we disc. all did in 95. 
So, uh, ratings. I have no idea how ratings are going to go on this one. I had a rating, and then I I put it away uh-huh. for 20 years, and then I took it out again and had Jeff Lynn remix it. <laughs> so it's different. Fill it out a little it's bit. very different, yeah. <laughs> it was a one star. Now it's gone up to five stars. Well, it's still how many one star, machines? but I, I put it through a flanger and all kinds of crap. Right. And, uh, and a flanger. plotting drum so now it's like it's one eight-sided star. It's a weird... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's five dimensions. Right. Uh, I'll go first. I'll say one. Hmm. That's all I can say. I, I, That's all I got. I'll give it a three. What? Just okay. because it's there's you know, like yeah. I said, it's it's gone downhill for me. This song, like to me in years, but there's still that appreciation for when it came out because it was like a cool thing, being like, wow, right, there's something new. Wow, I just made John sleepy. Sorry, <laughs> that Ringo's beat. He's only sleeping. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I put down one star or four stars. Wow. I can't quite decide because I do find it very. Whenever it comes on, I listen to it because yeah. I just find it interesting as a as a artifact. So right. I'm going to stick That's to my guns and say four stars. Wow. Although it's not like I wouldn't say to someone this should be on a greatest hits album, right. even yeah. though I give it four stars. But you know. Yeah, I I never really skip it, and it gets way stuck in my head when I hear it. <laughs> yeah, um, so I'm leaning two and a half, three. I really the beat just kills me. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad about giving it a one because I re- I do like the original song and the melody, but yeah, yeah. See, that comes. It's just like I- it just I don't know. Either just could you just should have left it alone? I don't know. It, you know, it was it was a good piece of a song, but it wasn't finished yet. Mm. Who told you you could finish it? <laughs> <laughs> Who finished my puzzle? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go two and a half. Two and a half? Which somebody out there's brain is exploding because I gave uh, A Day in the Life the same rating as Free as a Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, a Day guys. in the Life of a Free Bird. Yeah. Free Bird is uh, so covers, I would actually be very curious to hear a I cover of this. I was hoping to find one. I didn't, yeah. I didn't come across any. I found, uh, well, covers, we alternate versions. I put the John one. Yeah, that's why I put the John Lennon one from 1977. Uh, yeah, which, you know, that's enough to maybe knock it back up to a three, but no, I'll, I'll stick with two and a half. But but no one actually heard any cover. I, I no. looked for uh, it and I couldn't find any. There's uh, a couple uh, like orchestral ones that I think. I'm sure that'll speed it. That'll make yeah. it pop here. Yeah. <laughs> this thing needs more production. That's what it needs. <laughs> but yeah, no, 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 real good. Uh, you know, this it's there's a little meat of a song there. Somebody could do a really good, uh, you know, cover version of it. Sometimes the song makes me want to follow it up with uh, Elton John's "I Believe in Love," which I think came out around the same time, and it's just also a weird kind of sounding. I can't song. picture that one. And I was thinking, about I believe Cher song. in love. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Followed by the share song. The share song. Share. So you're not thinking of the share song. She has a song called "Believe." Yeah. No, this one. I'm totally thinking about. Then Elton followed John. up by EMF, "Unbelievable." Right. Oh, that's unbelievable. And followed up by that's "I do believe we're naked" belief. by Funky See Funky Do. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe maybe just a remix with with a different drum beat. Yeah, if you did something like an with Apex the drums, twin, that, like that could, <laughs> a dubstep uh, yeah. free as a bird, right? Mm, somebody do that. Send it Skrillex, to where you at, son? They really have to speed it up. Yeah, way, way. 
Just speed it up until it's ten. I would really want to see. Um, I want to see a Beatles tribute band do it as a pop. Like, I want to hear this song produced by the 1966 Beatles. Oh yeah, they should yeah. have gone that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like really, like. But then these vocals would have been all. Speed. They can't use the original thing and speed it up because otherwise they'll sound like yeah, a, one in of the piano, chipmunks. Gets... A chipmunks version. That's oh, it. There <laughs> you go. It was a Christmas time B side, right? <laughs> well, no, I think you could do. You could speed it up without. You know, now we have we have the technology. They have the technology. They can rebuild yeah. it. Yes, yeah. stronger, faster, they can better. Compress and speed without pitch. That's exactly shifting. what I want from this: stronger, faster, better, <laughs> more intense. Yeah. So someone should strip away the varnish that Jeff Lynne put on it, start over, and rebuild it. Right now, just use the vocals of all the all the Beatles, and then just put something else. Wait until they're all dead and go use <laughs> alternate takes from the Freezer Birds. Have session. Ringo come back and drum, drum as Ringo. No, right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll compromise. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Hey, well, the ratings are in. That's it for, uh, for. We went from "For You Blue" to "Free as a Bird," and now we're going to go from "Free as a Bird" this was a clean to podcast. "From Me to You." Me? What? From? Yes. From, from "Free as a Bird" to, to you. From me to you on Friday. From John to Alex? Yes. From Justin to Kelly. Oh. With love. <laughs> With love from Justin and Kelly. Right. With real love. We'll get officially we'll the get first there. person to refer from Justin to Kelly in seven <laughs> years. <laughs> the last time someone referred to it seven years. Justin Guarini and Kelly Clarkson. <clears throat> and they'll not be here with us on Alphabetical on Friday. Aww. Sorry, guys. I was hoping they were going to be. Mm-hmm.